thermal sound wave wave. You got teachers losing their jobs, and you know, like who's there to care about us anymore? You know what I mean? Because the millennials, they're not having kids. They could care. They rather care about a little dog or. Or whatever Having dogs and baby carriages. It's not about them just not having kids, though. It's like there's there's still need for teachers to teach particular things. Even if you don't have students and kids in there, you can can still fill the schools and still have teachers with With things. With what? If there's no kids, I know a school. Like I said, I can't say the name. Don't say the name. See truth. I can't. It went from having 1,352 students, because I know the vice principal, Okay. Don't say that school name. In three years, no, I'm not. Keep the job. In three years, the enrollment this year was 782. I, I, they had to give 30 that. teachers a pink slip. Why? You see what I'm trying to say? No, I get what you're trying to say kids. from from jump. But you, you could always redirect things. Okay, you don't have the number of kids, but use the school for something different. Use it to teach for teach something else. Facts. Still have teachers. But teaching something different. Maybe you don't have the kids, but you have other age groups and other th- different things that you can teach there. I, I understand what you're saying. It's just use it for you got to re- redirecting things. Correct. I just say like like I just got done saying. I just think this youth is. I really feel bad for them. You know, there's no more programs like when me and sense we had Big Apple games. Of course, because I was born on welfare, and I'm proud to say it. Um, my parents. Well, my mom and my aunt had to take me to the school for the free lunches. So we had the free lunches. These kids, we had the Boys and Girls Club. We had things to go to. These kids don't even have an outlet. So what's the next thing? They're all getting in trouble. And that's you're pointing out exactly what the schools could be used for. That's exactly what I was going to say. Besides, you know... With, with the kids that are there, the different yeah. things you can use the school for. And, after and school programs. After school programs. And I, that, that. Kept, that kept Bushwick super clean from six to nine. Right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? No. After school programs Facts. kept a lot of Facts. people safe. Yeah, Because you, you had all them people that never yeah. made it to yeah. school playing ball. Like, yo, we're going to go inside the center. And that, that builds something yeah. with the kids. You, you have now team, community. You, you, you build relationships with people. And you're less reluctant <laughs> to pull a trigger on somebody you play ball with. Yeah, because you, you, like, you know them. I know that kid. Yeah, let him slide this time. And believe me, that happened to me because I used to play ball in Bushwick too, yeah. which was like, a, like a, I guess an extensive high school, uh, school. And um, yeah, I got buck wild on the train on the L train when the L train was the L train. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> All of a sudden, it was like, yo, yeah, I know him. Yo, dog, I've never been so happy to know somebody. <laughs> It was it was about to get yeah. real ugly for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, fan, <laughs> yo, fan, Boski, I'm the point guard." <laughs> All right, you pass the ball. It's fine. No doubt, no doubt. Keep passing the ball. Keep passing the oh, ball. Sterble sound waves. We here, man. Track life radio. C two. Hey. Kevin Lawrence. Bushwick. Bully. Big sense. We chopping it up. Hit us up. Thermal sound wave to gmail.com. Thermal sound wave.com or three four seven four five four one two seven eight. Now, musically. What led you into into music? We t- we're talking about all the different you know background stuff, but uh, what led you to the music side of things? Because obviously you play ball and, and different things like that. Yeah. But what got you to music? Yeah, man. I mean, music is the soundtrack of life, right? Um, it's just so amazing. But um, I would say that my mother's half of the family, the Garcias, they've always been into bands and instruments and dancing and very. Another cultural. thing that's missing in schools. 
Right. Exactly. Exactly. Music. Um, and you know, from the beginning, I used to go to my. I mean, they was they were poor, poor, like poor, poor, like. I don't even know how to explain it, but it was a long trek to the house when I lived in the yard. They would be there with their guitar for hours, fingers are bleeding, and yo, listen to this new joint or freestyle. And I used to be like, man, these guys are crazy. And I was just shy. I was just shy, but I would take it all in. And I was like, man, you know, I really truly believe that that helped my writing. Um, I really truly believe that it helped me artistically on every level just to see them perform and the joy that it brought to their household too. Because people forget that, right? And I always tell Bully, people just think being successful is selling a million records. Now, these people sat down there with a candle when there was no lights in the middle of DR, and they played a guitar, and they sang, and they were happy. Eating plantains with oil, man. Like, they didn't even have meat. You understand what I'm saying? And they made it that's through day by day. That's actually more healthy, though. That's actually healthy, right? right? <laughs> yeah, it that's, is. that's actually more healthy. But what I'm saying is, it was, it was that type of stuff that made me gravitate to music. You know, merengue, salsa. Obviously, coming from from that over there to like, you know, my cousin playing NWA for me and Cube and and then Biggie and it's like you feel something with music that's like I'm got the only thing I could describe music is with love because you it doesn't have a, a final definition, right? It's more of a feeling than you can put into a Depends expression. You get that. Put my, oh, that's it. <laughs> All right, don't touch me. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, that's love too. But um, it, it, it's it's that type of thing that drew me to it, and I always knew I could write. I did. I did. I got some essays and I got A's in them without doing any research. So I'm like, yo, I, I got a great imagination, man. This got to come to play. Um, so yeah, that gravitated me to music all the way. Absolutely, definitely. And what was your first moment where you like, you know what? I'm doing this. I'm here. I'm legit now. Oh uh, man, I gotta shout out my old manager, and that's um, Alex Brown. He's in real estate now. He started a company called Chaos Eternal, and uh, I'm in I'm in working for GNC like a kid. And I'm like, yo, I passed him a demo a few days later. Wait, like, GNC, yeah, the, uh, the, the drug General company? Nutrition Center. Oh, he was moving that. I was moving that that vitamin C, for, for baby. For people's Hernandez, you know what I'm saying? The drug company. Moving that stuff yeah, for people's yeah. Hernandez. That that, that choline to cut up. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. <laughs> okay, you know. You're gonna save it for GNC, but just go ahead with the product. Creed, there you go, puppy. There you go. You got the mustache. You got a thick mustache. Anytime I run to anybody, any dude that got the thick mustache, I leave him alone. Word. Because I had never met a guy with a thick mustache that was not about his business. Leave them alone. Yo, shit, he right with that. <laughs> Edward James almost they, American me. That thick mustache. Oh yeah, that was gangster. Yeah, just that was gangster. Stick mustache though. I could say. Big up to him too. He's still doing. Yo, what about oh, Heisenberg? Geez. Heisenberg before he shaved. You just, know what I'm saying? That was anybody was with a, a thick the business. Who's the guy from uh, next day air? Our guy. Ah, uh, what's what's his name? Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold, hold on. I'm gonna find his name. I'm gonna find his name. He's in that new show too, um, the Mayans, the, the, um, the Latin Biker Club. Hey, I'm going to go. No, no, no. He's nah, 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 nah. I'm going to go old school WWE. Oh, I ain't cheap, man. Him. He was the business. He was smack. Yeah, like I, I, just, <laughs> I don't care if you, in a, if, you know, if you in a wheelchair, if you can't move nothing, I don't want no problems with you. You just, you Gangster. serious. You just, Gangster. yeah, leave you alone. So why, why you research? Anyway, uh, my old manager walked in. He's like, yeah, I know Fat Joe. I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Here's my demo, fam. You like it. You don't have to tell. Yo, the very next day, Fat Joe walks in GNC. Very next day. Now, I never made nothing out of that. Yeah, he Years walked, later, he, he, walked, walked, he walked in with my manager. Okay. Yo, this is my future artist. And I was like, fuck, what you want to do? Let's do this. <laughs> um, just truth be told, 
you know, he put me in battles and he quickly realized that I was more of a writer than a battler because <laughs> I was like, yo, all these eight mile moments aren't created for me. I was not a battler. Right. So I didn't know that. But he had to put me on that stage for me to know that that wasn't my path. What he found right. out is that I was writing songs at an incredible pace. Mm. So then we were recording songs at an incredible pace. And that's when he was like, all right, I got to put you on stages to perform. That's where you got to be. And, you know, shout out to him. He brought me out to Maine University, got me training out there. You know, we went through the whole Chitlin circuit, as they referred to it at that time. Mm-hmm. And we got to open up for Buster the band, um, you know, Pitbull. Uh, Pitbull. Pitbull, you know, <laughs> no, um, Pitbull. Bubba Pitbull. Sparks, Trina. Pitbull. Yeah, Pitbull is know his, his beginning. He just think about it. He just doing the yeah. pop music now. No, he came up with Uncle Luke. He came the real three or heavy, like of course. the real three or five. I mean, I don't pitbull, pitbull. I think a lot Luke, of people know Luke Skywalker, Uncle Luke. When they did, he came. He was race. a part of that movement. Him and Trick Daddy. When they did his real story, I, I think everybody know what Pit. But I always tell a Pit story is the guy on many levels that I've gotten to be around him. You know, I've opened up for him and everything. The guy's amazing. He's such a people's person, um, and. Um, just inspiring on all levels, man. Right? If if, if yeah. you want somebody to represent the culture, that's a great man to do it. Emilio Rivera is the guy's name. Oh, that's Emilio. my guy. Emilio Rivera. But like, so Emilio, what's yeah. the problem? That's, that's huh? actor. Is that yeah, a problem? Yeah. Yeah. No, next, no next problem, sir. No problem. You seen Next Day Air? Yes. We're most deaf. Remember, bro, um, Bodega was yeah, his character yeah, yeah, yeah. in it. Bodega. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie. So you you got to see it. You got to okay, see it. It's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Got to catch up to that. For sure. For sure. So yeah, man. You know, it's been it's been it's been great, man. I mean, this music thing is is ups and downs, just like life. You gotta just take the bumps, you know, just like you're taking the, the good times, baby. Now, do you feel for yourself with your music uh, that you need to be signed to a major label, or you feel like independent could go well with you? Both, man. I mean, we're at the point where we have all outlets that major labels have. The problem is that there's a lot of. Um, just like in everything else, right? If you're selling, if you're selling water bottles, there's gonna be a hundred million companies with water bottles, right? So they got people gotta kind of finagle themselves to see what the reality is, and that's when, you know, I think that hard work pays off. And and as Bully and I were coming over here, I told him, Yo, Bully, I think we work so hard, right? But obviously, there's people still working harder, so we gotta work even harder just to just to get the little spotlight that we deserve. Um, or shit, I want to say deserve. I'm going to take that back. I'm going to say work hard for. Because, you know, this music owes you nothing, right? And the game owes you nothing. Yeah. But I really feel like we're putting ourselves in a predicament and uh, where we are going to be able to make a living off of what we love to do. And that's the goal. It's not, it's not to be famous and all that other nonsense. That's Hey, man, there's people that that's their, what inspires them. For me, is... Uh, Make sure this man is good. Make sure my, his family's good. My family's good. And we're able to say, hey, fam, yo, let's get on this tour again and let's do it again, baby. And turn around and, and our peoples are in a better predicament than where we started at. What it comes down to is this. Everybody says they want it. Everybody says they want to do it. But nobody wants to do the sacrifice or the grind. Okay? I hear this all the time. I try to tell these young kids about the grind, okay? I wear so many hats. On what I do, okay, it will make your head spin. Since me and him are a duo, I'm manager artist. But besides that, this could all crumble tomorrow. We still family. 
We got my role manager. His name is Mondo. Shout out to Mondo. That's his brother-in-law. Um, we have a small team. Jay Sierra, Daddy, you know, these dudes who actually help us out. I wake up in the morning to answer emails, do phone calls, run the merchandise. I do my radio show. I do a radio show on Monday. I deal with the Lost Boys because I, because I run with the Lost Boys. And then we still got to go do shows. He does his job, okay, every single day. He got to deal with a family. We got to deal with music. Sometimes we're tired, but we do it. We may not want, but because if you want it, that's what you have to do. It's a driving you. So everybody who says, oh, it's only me doing it. It's, <laughs> you know, it's two of us. Yeah, man. And not to mention that, you know, we, I know a lot of people. He knows a lot of people, so sometimes I have to be on the ground reaching out to my resources. Bully's yeah. reaching out to his resources. I get interviews from me. He gets interviews from him. So, you know, we we kind of formed a, a perfect team because he was he was bridging the gap to who are the people that I didn't know, and I'm bridging the gap to the people that he wasn't so cool with. So this is great, man. It's an experience every time. Um, and I'm glad I'm happy to be here, baby. Absolutely. Starting with Soundwaves, Track Life Radio. We here, C Truth, Kevin Lawrence, Bushwick, hey. Bully, Big Sense, up here live in studio. Do you still see a lot of the big problems or, or issues between blacks and Latinos, which for me is no different? Okay. Like, for me, that's it's, it's ridiculous to even, like, kind of have to separate that because I know the history and it's no different for me. But anyway. A lot of people do make that separation and and put people here on one side and this people here on this side. Like, do you still see a lot of those problems and those issues? Have you faced them personally? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, look, we could sit here and 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 say that racism doesn't exist exist on either side, and it does, right? Because that's just the reality of it. Um, with me personally, man, I hate to sound cornballish, but I never see colors like that. But I have experienced some of it, right? Um, it's, and I'll tell you one specific situation um, in the music biz. Have a meeting in a prominent, big time um, label, popping on fire. Mixtape. Everybody's like Universal. Part of Def Jam. Part of Def Jam. Don't, don't say it, a subdivision yeah, of Def Jam. So it. we're in there. Red. I'm sitting now. Huh? Nah, red? No, no, no. This was this was like Def Jam, but like. People with you know, you talk about label sign on the universal. So in there, demo gets heard. Yo, they loving your demo. All right, let's do this meeting. Not Atlantic. No, no, it's in Def Jam. So Def Jam is was the umbrella with Universal to a lot of labels, right? Okay. All right, so. Murder. So you know, I, I'm not gonna ever say it, but um, <laughs> they love the they love the the music. They see me. I'm like, who's this? That's the kid on the tape. So what the fuck are we gonna do with this guy? And literally, literally, this is one of the answers that I got. And to this day, I'm never gonna forget this. Yo, sense they love the music, but they said you need like 15 black cousins. This is a true story, ladies and gentlemen. This is not made up. This is a true story. It's the same reason mm. Fab never said he was Latin. It's the same reason Noriega never represented being Latin. It's the same reason Jim Jones never said he was Latin. There's so many Latin cats. There's so many Latin cats in the game that refused to say they were Latin not because it was like being from Bushwick and not being from Best Eye. Right, right, right. You understand? Right, right, it was right. just not. 
and I understand part of it because as Latins, we're scattered, man. We like salsa, merengue, hip hop, freestyle. So it's like, how do we target these motherfuckers? They like everything. But um, same way you, I I know how you do it. Exactly. But people deal with all those. They they they're crippled by all the stereotypes that they have themselves. Yeah. They don't know how to do it. Yeah. And they're but not in the you, streets. But, yeah. They're not in the streets. You know, Latin's been here since day one. You know. That's what I'm but, saying. It's, it's same people. But you know, I always say Fat Joe. And, and and every and, you know I always try to say Fat Joe marketed Pun a, a different way because he knew what he was up against so he let nobody know what Pun looked like until Pun was so like undeniable like yo this kid is nice oh my god he's fat he's Puerto Rican I can't believe it like it was too late they loved I'm going, him I'm, I'm going with that when it came to Pun I don't feel it was necessarily uh the guy Joe. But I'm not trying to say because I'm trying to take anything away from him. Seeing a man that for some people I gotta say pause for some of them people out there like to that pause thing. That wide and big and stocky. Like Big Pun was like he was a sight. Correct. Like you cannot miss it. You're like, who is this guy? Like yeah. if he's I remember when I first saw him, he was standing by a car like I'm in this driving the street, like yo, what up, punk? Yeah, what's up, yo? And I started to talk, but like he was so wide, yeah, that you could see him through two windows, the front window of the car and the back one. I saw wide, but it was like Kingpin, like you know, Kingpin the the from comic the, book comic, character. Yeah, but by that time you knew he was to say big pun. I'm talking about when well, I'm his, about before when his demo he was leaked. rapping, seeing him, like seeing him in, in the back. Mm-hmm. You would see Joe, like Francis, uh, who shot you? Yes, the video, who shot mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. You're like, yo, who's that dude with that guy Joe? Forget about Joe. I mean, it's not trying to say F Joe, but like, who's that guy? And then when you heard him, it was like, he's just nice. Now, you mean I shot you, the LL. Yeah. LL. Because yes. who shot you was Biggie. Sure, sure, I, I was like, wait, did they even yeah, 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 I shot you. Yeah, yeah, you know, I know yes. my hip hop shit. Now, <laughs> I think I Please, feel what it. I've been doing with, with observation, the main people that had a problem with saying, okay, are you hanging around stereotypical black people? Because, like, C and I, C is on the level with me, like, Spanish is a language. But whatever, we understand what some people want to say. Is the Hispanic families. Mm-hmm. And people I know, they were like, we don't, in the beginning, they would tell me they don't want you doing that black music. Growing up. And I remember even hearing Grandmaster Kaz say that also, like, a lot of the families, the homies back then, their families back then, you know, back in the seventies, it was like, yo, don't do that black music. Just do salsa. Yeah, and it was like salsa's always been black together. music. So, like, the congas come from African like, drums, exactly. But not but only that, salsa was street. It's the people that were more into the salsa looked down on. Used to look down on the people that were doing that music, hip hop, and they didn't like accept them. So it was like, what do I do? Do I mm-hmm. go hang out with these guys, or do I rock with my? My families, correct, correct, and that's I feel where. But we wasn't accepted fully neither because if you really want to know the true story about Big Pun, okay, if you want to talk about a gangster, oh no, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so let me tell you, son, Kev, for him to bust through the door, they were doing things because I know his whole crew. They were doing things extorting dudes for beats and running up. Pun running up the stuff. Pun said was. Uh, allegedly was uh, <laughs> allegedly. 
was yeah like I but and I seen the pictures of him before he, he was through, really really huge yeah and he came through with he a was crew, the muscle he was and, the muscle and, 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 and they were getting shit done because everybody looked at him like yo I'm not giving him but when he flipped on a lot of dudes they had no choice to give up beats and everything <laughs> else okay and then when you heard him it was a yeah dollar dollar baby but what put him over the top was the still not a player that. Everybody was like, oh my God. Because till this day, if you play that song, people go crazy right That's for, I thought that was for the people that worship, but I think the yeah. real one that really put the streets love them was... Dream Shatterer? No, not that. The one with him and Fat Joe. Oh, uh, the, uh, that, yeah, yeah, that, Twins. That was crazy. Like for you the to make joint. that, that hit, song yes, was, originally, was originally but, another right. level. So for you to take that, and that then in the middle of the little, little that that went people went mad people go crazy. Exactly. Like, wow. Well, yeah, that that certified him in hip hop. Right. The other one certified certified him as a pop crossover. Yeah, crossover. Like, yeah, and that's everywhere. what that's what labels everywhere. are gonna be interested in, right? Because Loud doesn't give a damn about they got a million rec uh recording artists at that point, Mob Deep, Wu Tang that are street certified. They're looking Shout for that Loud guy. Records, uh, promotional Shout staff out to too. Loud Records. They, yeah, yeah. I love Shout Loud Records. Out. Who's that? Shout Steve out Griffiths? to my brother Cuban Link. Yes, word up. Yo, twin, what's good, twin? This, this stigma of people feeling like, how do we put you? Instead of saying, the music sound good, just put you out. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, and the time when there was actual A&Rs too, right? Like there was time, there was time for people to develop you. I was in that Def Jam building like, man, this you got like 200 people staff in here, dog. And the energy was so vibrant. I used to be there. You know, them two ways just came out. I was like, Boo, doo, doo. I was like, yeah, I'm on one of those joints. <laughs> I had the little the little jump balls that was not really popping. Because, so, right. you know, the other joints were like, gee, they were, they, were, right. they were heavy. But that wasn't the only label. You know, we ran through a few other J Records. You know what I'm saying? Um, Atlantic Davis. Records. Yeah, but you had another guy over there working at that time. My man, Russ Jones. And I had a nice relationship oh, with Russ I, Jones. I remember Russ Jones. Um, all these guys tell me, yo, since why, I can't remember why we didn't make this happen. And I was like, I could tell them why. I, they, they I could. Tell us why. Tell us why, because they know why. why. I, I could. They know why. Listen, right? I put them tell, against tell us anybody. Why. I put them against anybody, and we're going to win hands down. But, you know, it is what it is at the end of the day. And you know what? I think because it discourages you, okay? When you know you're that good. You know, and, and, and doors give you the, are either getting closed in your face or people are saying, oh, well, you need this or you need that. It discourages you, okay? So what do you got to do? You got to come up with a whole new game plan, right? And that's exactly what happened. Shout and out to, to J.C. on everybody. Right, right. They came up with a whole new game plan. You're like, you know what? If they're not going to open their rooms, here we go. Right. Let's take the world another way. You got some other primos, not the 15 cousins, but the other primos. Yeah, well, I, you know, I never strayed away. I always rapped in Spanglish, even in, you know, a lot of my freestyles. And I knew and I stuck uh, real close to people that actually made reggaeton music. So for me, when it was like, all right, how are we going to do this? It was more like, do I have a dope producer to work with? Because when I had hip hop, when I was doing my hip hop, I always found the dope producers to play with. People that knew sound, not just... Not that, no. Not like, yo, that cadence, man. You got to come better. Yo, you got to sound like an instrument here. Yo, what's up? Change that up real quick. Yo, that hug needs to be better. You want to work with those type of guys. J.C. Era is that type of guy. Shut out J.C. Era, like, man. 
uh, for a while that some people may have felt like they didn't want to work with you or box you in, keep you Hispanic, because they felt like if you're an artist and doing reggaeton, sometimes people feel like there is a... Uh, what's the word I want to use? What's the word I want to use? Uh, when you're going to uh, certain Hispanic-based clubs, mm-hmm. they don't want non-Hispanic blacks in there. So a lot of people say, like, you know, what are we doing? You don't want... You trying to, like... You don't like us when we get in here? You try to, like, say... No, you got to, you know, we don't like you in here. So people feel like, all right, well, I'm going to stay over here. Yeah. You know, because people feel like they don't want us to be a part of it. Yeah. So if we over here, so then you stay over there then. Now, obviously, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't. But some people have that kind of mindset. Because it's only in New York. It's only in New York. But, you know, I, I live here. Well, yeah, but, you know, Florida has a lot of Latinos, and you can kind of comb oh, your yeah. way out where you want to be. But um, it's here, man, and we live in a bubble here. Right, but this is where I live, so I have to try to make it here as best as possible. Now we're but, better off in New York than many other places. Oh, absolutely, and and I don't want to take away from that, but what I'm saying is, part of Pitbull's success is because he lived in Miami. So when he made the crossover, he had a billion Cubans waiting for somebody to be the voice. <laughs> See what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> the last voice they had was who? Gloria Stefan. Yeah, and, and that's, so he feel it, and he and shot him for even doing a track with her. Exactly. But look what he did. He, he went over. from having cornrows and baggy jogging pants doing tracks with piccolo to dressing <laughs> with slacks thing and making pop music and, and making pop gloves. music. Let's not forget the biker gloves. <laughs> Whatever he had, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? So he right. changed, but he still kept his Latino roots. And what happened? It made him a multi-millionaire. Absolutely. You no homo. America, Central America. No homo for the people South who can't America. see. Big Sense is a good-looking dude. No homo. Nah, it's true. It's true. Listen, everything. I mean, we got four dudes. I'm feeling uncomfortable. Listen, everything (laughs) in this. Unfortunately, everything you have to use towards your advantage. You know what I mean? He has a good voice. He's a good-looking dude. That's what sells. Let's be honest. See, a lot of dudes don't buy tickets. You know who buys all merchandise tickets? Women. Females. Women. All all women are gonna drive you like. Absolutely. Like, if Shorty's like, yo, I want to go to this Drake concert, I don't care that's, how much that's I love Drake. products I, I, in I'm general. I'm not going to go see a Drake concert. I'm fine with just listening to his music. Right. But if Shorty want to go, guess you where I'm go. going? Yeah. I'm going to Drake concert. Right. That's why he sells right. out. You know what I'm saying? Years. I'm going to be kiki. Yeah. <laughs> now, even though the guy's like, yo, he's a sucker. Yeah, but he's he's smart. Nah. L.O. Cool J was the same way. Yeah. Drake ain't no sucker. And Drake is... He caught a lot of flack for it. Drake ain't no sucker. Drake is the greatest all-around artist. He does what he does. He's the greatest all-around artist in the the last 10 years. He's an entertainer. That's that's all it is. He does what he does. He has a certain lane that he he does, and that's it. Like, everybody can't do this. Everybody can't do the same thing. I I don't want to hear the same thing from everybody. Like, I want to hear different things from you have your thing, Bushwick has his joke. You know what I mean? That's the beauty of, of music and art. Like, I don't want to have everybody sounding like the same thing. We can't. We can't. I mean, think about it. It's like saying, well, Britney Spears can't have a career because she can't sing like, I don't know, Celine Dion. It's just ludicrous. Right. And, you know, one, it's entertainment, bro. Exactly. And this has to be different forms. Different styles. Exactly. Different styles. And I found out, too, as long as you stay true to yourself. Yo, by the way, shout out to one of the brothers who's always helped us out. My brother, he's on right now, Mel. From Maracara Entertainment. 
Yeah. With our brother Mel. Mel from Alakata Entertainment is one of Mel? the dudes who really... Mel, do I not, know you? I don't know. He's one of these dudes, you know, he tell you... You know what I mean? He keep it a buck in the industry. He keeps it a hundred with you. <laughs> he represents the Lower East Side. You know what I mean? And he always kept it a buck with me and Big Sam. A lot of history with the LES. So I respect him to the utmost. You know, But if you stay true to yourself and to your person... You know, everybody is always going to mess with you. You know what I mean? And because of the person that I am, um, there's a lot of people who, so when I say, yo, yo, I need sense to jump on this, they're like, no problem, bully, I got you. So shout out to Mr. Cheeks and the whole Lord's Boys, yo, all fam. my uncles, D2. Yes, Big Sense is opening for Mr. Cheeks at SOBs on September 14th. Yes, sir. He is the Cheers. only reggaeton artist on that bill. Here goes another fact. He opened up for Cassidy last week. Only reggaeton artist, Highline Ballroom. Who was his DJ? DJ Evil D. That's right. (laughs) All the banks, come on, kick it. So, you know what I mean? Dreams do come true. Absolutely. When you got the... And it's funny because I love watching people's reaction. You know, because me and him, we always go over a game plan. And we know what the game plan is. And when he comes out spitting English... You hear the, and then when the Drake beat drop, they go, like, oh my God. And they might not understand what he's saying, but they feel the passion behind it. That's how it is in like, in like certain parts of the world, like Europe, Asia, when hip hop artists go over the seas and they perform, they don't really understand the words, but the feeling that's in it they can get. We had African artists perform last week in Highline yep. Ballroom, and their cadence was so crazy. The energy, they tore it down. They're from Ghana. They're from Ghana. They killed oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So All you day. already know. All day. I, I was like this on stage. I was like, yo, they, these, yeah. these dudes are electric. They, they brought that show. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So African again, artists are they on it. They are on it. Like Yola, <laughs> yep. she's on and it. And we you play some of them here, so we already know. Yo, see, you know what's so funny now? Now I'm getting a lot of emails, DMs. Yo, Bully, I got to work with your artist, okay? We actually have a surprise that's going to be on the new album. Um, everybody knows that Royal Flush is my brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> the governor. The Ice governor down, of Queens. Down, but always a you cup know, in his hand. Always yeah, got a cup in his hand, right. glass in his hand. Flush you guys have never Corona. had Ren Thomas on your show, governor you need to Queens. get Ren Thomas. Ren Thomas? He's from New Jersey, yeah. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll hook it up. That's one. You know, I always we'll, see. We'll you know, up. I always keep it real. You know, I don't call <laughs> oh, no doubt. nobody. No doubt. Yes. DCC, yes. yo, my boy D Chambers, truth right there. Shout out to Coney. We had Thomas, D Chambers on before. Yeah, exactly. Remember, I hit you yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ren Thomas is a dude from New Jersey. He won Team Backpack 2016, 2017. He beat like five, ten thousand 10,000 people. He was on that show called uh, Signed on VH1. Um, he, you know, he was on Sway and all this, but we got something in store that a lot of people are going to be like, hold on, because look what Cardi B did. Cardi B was doing that Bodak Yellow. Her mother, who's Dominican, said, you need to do a spam. What happened? She did a song with Bad Bunny that's through the roof. Bad like, Bunny like that. Is... What up, Bad? She, she did a song with Romeo no, Santo. She did a song with J Balvin. Oh, oh, she did a one. song... With Daddy Yankee, she did a song. Why? And think about it. She's getting she more money. With Ozuna also? Yeah, yeah, she did a song with Ozuna. She's making more money off of them records than uh, this, the, 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 that song. 
I mean, look, man. Well, she, she bottom line, that put her on the map because she's all she's. Yeah. I mean, well, she's, she's Dominican and, she's doing and what she's Trinidadian. Doing. Trinidadian. I mean, Yo, if you wanna, if you want a verse from Big Sense, come holler at your boy. We got that, you know. Don't catch me when you know. We got that many. You know what I mean? <laughs> you said it. <laughs> allegedly. Always put allegedly out nah, there. Creatine. You know, GNC. Like I said, listen, you know, our, our team is real good. You know what I mean? And like I said, yo, we work with a real small team. Like I said, like JC had a. Shout out to all our team members, you know, out of our daddy and everybody. Al Corve, which is, um, he's one half of, uh, of A&X. These are the dudes who produce like. Don Omar, that new Daddy Yankee Doodle Doodle, or Romeo Santo, Volume One. That's these dudes. You can't go fat. That's it. Romero Santos. Romero Santos. Don Omar. So this dude, and guess what? He loves Big Sense. That's great. So that's that's our future. All you got to do is bring Yankee Stadium one time. That's it, brother. He did Yankee Stadium easy. Listen, we're not trying to be, you know, we're just trying to be comfortable, man. And like I says, I believe in his talent more than anybody. You know, I, sometimes I don't even go to sleep because I got so many ideas and I call him, yo, Seth. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, yo, bully, calm down. <laughs> but no, no, but since you don't understand, blah, 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 blah. he's like, yo, calm down. It's real talk. But uh, you know what I mean? He believes in me. I believe in him. And, you know, dynamic duo. That's what man. it is. So- gotta- Team Dios. I gotta let me. I, let me, I gotta chop and go in with this before we go. Demolo, demolo. How is the <clears throat> climate right now in Dominican Republic? Um, as far as for artists, artists and just in general music. Well, right now, I'm tell you, a few years back, you could have gone there and promoted with little money. Right now, in DR, is very difficult to promote. Uh, the the Dominican artist is, is is actually on the rise very heavily. You know what I'm saying? Because the Dembo in itself has crossed over. Crazy. It's just, it started as a regional sound and I don't think that it's cracked completely yet, but it's big enough where it's not just regional anymore. I don't know if that makes sense. So you're starting to get people working and, and, and they're starting to work with Colombian artists and Puerto Rican artists and that's what you want because DR never got out of its own way. They were just big in, in DR and Washington Heights, Corona, wherever the Dominican lived. But now it's starting to become more of a of a international sound. So it's the climate is great for an artist. It's not great for artists that lives in New York to go because if you don't live there, you're gonna tell them, all right, here's ten grand. That ten grand is gonna vanish and you're gonna have to go kill somebody over there. <laughs> For real. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and you know For about real. going to war in somebody else's turf? It's going to be very difficult, my man. So Demolo it's Frenchy. either you're going to take the loss or you're going to go take some losses and wind up in jail and not fulfill your career. You know what I'm saying? So it's take never that loss. It's never good. Take if you're going to do, you got to trust people. And again, poverty over there, it's hard to trust. And uh, how are you dealing? Do you have any friends that are Haitian? Um, Yeah, no, I have actually, I have a lot of, a big Haitian community. Ça passe na boule, na and, boule. and it's, well, I want to shout out Charmant Nonset, first of all, which is White Club's manager. So that's, that's a brother that, that was always... That such a Haitian uh, name right there. That was such yeah, a Haitian name. Yeah, that was crazy. Say but one more time. Say one more time. Charmant Nonset. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, my cousin is my connect to my whole Haitian family over in Rockland County and Nyack and all of that. <laughs> heavy. <laughs> you already, heavy up there. You already know. Oh, heavy up there. We're having a, a get-together. We already have one, but we're having another one on uh, September 8th. Over the Tappan Z. Oh. Well, he lives, his crib is overlooking the Tampa Sea. So he Beautiful. has everybody coming over. 
um, reggae band. I'm gonna do a you know a wow. remix to my to my Gosa nice. single over there. I told you that, bully, but that's that's gonna it's, it's just happening. And this was just a day, but yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be fun. But he's connected to that whole community. I mean to the point that he speaks very fluently. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just dope with it. So he's my kind and his, when we went to his wedding, it was like ten Dominicans, like Haiti Haitians. Straight the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is crazy, but... Compa. Yeah, 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 yeah. You already know. You already know. I'm still learning. I'm new at all this shit, but, you know, it's all love at the, at the end of the day. So that's so my connection. Down there, they're still going through the classism. Yeah. Hatred. Well, you mean in DR and, and with the Haiti thing? Yes. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on over there. Um, People need to speak. People up here, people are out of... That don't know are in America. They probably have no idea what's going on. Voices are, are speaking. Um, you know, we have to make some border rules. So that's absolutely what I agree we should do. I don't think that we should be as harsh. But I do think that we They're need to open up. over houses. Yes. We don't need to be there. We don't need to be doing that type of stuff. Again, on the politics side, I don't live... Near the borderline. I don't know what's going on every day. I see what's reported. I don't agree with some. I do agree with some. Um, but I don't ever agree against anything that's inhumane. So as a people, we have to figure out how to do this in the most humane way, which is not always easy when people are poor. People Sometimes are not when I'm speak. even watching television down there, I'm like, are they really showing blackface like this? Like, what year are we in? Like, yeah, yeah. And, and DR is a raw country. I mean, if you've noticed, when I lived there, they killed a few drug dealers, heads blown off, 12 o'clock. It's yeah. just raw. It's just, this is a, these are third, it really world, is. these are third world countries we're talking about. So that's well, why I said we're still living in a, in a first world way. countries. Huh? They're first world countries. <laughs> Let's call it first world No, no, I mean, no. They're first world countries. They've That's been true. claimed and That's called third Correct. world. Correct. After they took all the resources out of those countries Facts. and took control of the resources well, from gl- those I'm countries. Glad. I'm glad that you made it. And, yeah, and made not it. that, you know, I, I just want to make that clear yes. to people that's listening. Yes. They, they're funded, not they're third world. Yes. They funded and trained people like Trujillo yes. to spread hatred and do what yeah. he did. And a lot right. of it was military too, especially when you're talking about Cuba and the things that Castro was doing. So a lot of that the U.S. was setting up posts in particular places just to be close to where Cuba is to, to get at Castro. Times yep. when Manly in Jamaica, which was the prime minister at one point, Jamaica was on a, a bad downfall in the 70s, right. 80s. And but the people were the ones that suffered through right. all of these Cuba was helping out. things. You know Cuba was helping out. But he was like, I yeah. don't want you talking to Castro. And he was like, if you do, we're going to put these... Trade embargoes on you, stop everything from coming in, and that's how they do it. So now you gotta like go with the flow or be severely, severely uh, right. uh yeah. banned. This you know what? When you have that kind of a and just to go back to Dion Haiti, there's such a history there. Huge um, you know, of war, of of tough times. Revolution. Revolution. Independence. Independence. <laughs> so you, you gotta understand both sides right now, man. There's there's, there's just too much. I could see some of the points here. I could see a lot of the points here. Mm-hmm. Right. Man, I wish there was a clear-cut solution. Um, I, I'm going to tell you right now, there's people in my town like, yo, don't let nobody else in here. And then I'm like, damn, but I, how can you just cut off everything? 
You understand? Like, there has to be a better way. I wish I had that answer, brother. This is a very tough yeah, uh, conversation. If there was no religion or money, this world would be a better place. Think about it. True. I mean, it's True. just it's just facts. And to what you said about, you know, like the racism, there's racism everywhere. I mean, even if you go to India, you got dark-skinned Indians who are using this bleach and stuff like Sammy Sosa to bleach like that whole Bollywood. Most of the bleaching yeah. you know, doesn't come from... You know, people think, oh, Jamaica. No, no, it comes from Asia. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that 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 yeah. uh, that I guess is a symbol of wealth, right? The white of the face. Like, they don't like to get right. tanned and all that. I was right. told. I exactly. mean, of course, in my research, but I got people that go there. Exactly. It was like, yo, the classism is on another level than whatever you think you may have known in the island or whatever over there is like. Listen, this you is really, really don't eat. That's why it's, it's great to travel. You really, 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 exactly. Don't eat. It's great to travel. And, and, and Gandhi know, was a part of that. And to know the history. Gandhi pushed places. that. Mm. That's very important Which too. Which is why uh, Idi Amin tried to kick him out of Uganda. Which mm. is also happening now with Julius Malema's in South Africa trying to kick people out that's draining the country. But Gandhi, a lot of people call him Mahat Gandhi. He's the greatest. No, Gandhi used to have his memoirs. Uh, these black people are nasty. They're ugly. They're yeah, disgusting. They, but you in their listen, country. They, and then people was like, but I'm the same color as him. I got a bleach now. I got a bleach. I got a bleach. I got to look like that. You know, it's wow. like. That's deep shit because I didn't even know about like it. Like I says, that. man, there's racism power. everywhere yeah. you go, you know, whether it's for the dark complexion mm-hmm. or for or for statue or wealth or whatever it is. Puerto Rico is another one. Listen, I could say, I could talk about it. If you look at Tego, if you ever hear his songs, if you understand it, he's always talking about liberty. The place in Puerto Rico called Loisa. Yeah, that's where all the you'll dark find skin all the dark skinned Puerto Ricans. Yeah, Why? Mm. When they when when they put the slaves Ponce there, also. they put no, you're wrong. No, 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 they put all the slaves in Loisa. That's why you get a lot of the dark Puerto Ricans. And a light skinned Puerto Rican will get a job faster than a dark skinned Puerto Rican. That's Same just fact. Same thing in, in La Perla, okay? Where El Moro is, okay? They gave La Perla to the slaves. The slaves had a... For people who don't know Puerto Rican history, I'll give you a Puerto Rican history lesson. That's okay, okay. There's, that's in college. Puerto there's three history. castles. El Moro is the main one. You got Fontanes, and then there's one... Oh, Say that one again. El Moro. El Moro is the main one, and then you got so Fontanes is to the right of it. That's another castle, okay? And then there's a little one. La Perla was given to the slaves because they had to keep the observation deck open. To hit the United States... You got to bypass Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico yes, is the furthest sir. East Caribbean island. Close to that. Okay? And when, when it was won in the Spanish-American War, it was not given to the United States people. It was given to the United States Navy. That's why it is a commonwealth. It belonged to the United States Navy, the, ladies the and gentlemen. telescope, I believe. Okay, so do your homework. Yes, and now what happens? You got um, Orange Boy... Who wants La Perla? Why? Because it's, see truth, it's a beachfront property. So what are you going to try to do? You're going to try to hold genocide and that's to get oh, all God. these people out. Okay? But now you got to remember one thing. La Perla is like Coney Island. One way uh, in, one way out. And if you're not from there, try it. See what happens. And you mentioned El Moro. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah. And that was also by the Moors. Yeah, and El Moro has bad history too. That's yeah. why they call you Monero. A lot of people don't know that Monero comes from that. It's the same people. El Moro got bad. Listen, listen, there's bad history everywhere you go. It's just that you got to open up your mind to certain things. You know what I mean? And you just got to stay woke on certain subjects. And I believe the but church the you had in yeah. San Juan, which was had all your history, got burned down by the Belgians. I believe a one country out there in Europe bur- burned it down that had all the history the main history of Puerto Rico so a lot Listen, of shit was burned reason, down because wow. they didn't want them to know about El Moro and everything else and many of the people died out so we had to go and bring people in India to help restore the workers mm. you know what's so funny man you know people argue about Puerto Ricans and Dominicans and da, 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 da. the reason why Listen, there's a master plan that's going to go on for Puerto Rico. These rich billionaires want Puerto Rico for themselves. Okay? Fuck the Hilton family because they are a main culprit. Okay? And like I says, yo, do your research. Don't listen to me. Do your research. Fine. Do your research on Puerto Rico. Because everything I just got done telling you is the truth, okay? I'm not one of these people. Yeah, I know I look funny. I got tattoos. I talk different, <laughs> you know? Do your homework about your island or where you're from, okay? Because the first time I went to DR, yo, was since his family's beautiful people. From his aunts to his cousins to his father, they don't know me from a hole in the wall. But guess what? They opened me with open arms. They fed me every day. I weigh 300 oh, pounds. I weigh 300 oh, pounds. Oh, gosh. Okay, I weigh 300 pounds. Yes. Like, yeah. And I don't plates. know what his aunt and his cousin made. But, yo, I had to give them some more money to go make it again because. With real chickens. <laughs> with real yo, chickens so and real ribs. To, to wrap it up, <laughs> to wrap it up on that note, favorite Dominican dish, Dominican plate. Oh, man. <laughs> Give it to me. Like I know it because I ate it. I mean, I, I'm gonna tell Mama. you right now. My mother, my mother makes it for me uh, every once in a while for my birthday. It's called a pastelon. Pastelon. So it's basically a, like a lasagna, but it's with sweet plantains. Oh, and gosh. then it has the ground meat in the middle. Oh. You know, some cheese. What? No sauce, but it's just layers of that, and you can just cut into it. And is it's that just... like pastelas, or is that no, different? It looks like a lasagna. So it's sweet plantains. What? Then. Uh, it's sweet plantains, then you have ground beef, oh then you God. have cheese, then you have another layer of sweet plantains, oh. and so on. Oh, and so I need forth. that. I need that. They're going to have to make it a little bit different it's for fantastic. me, but I need yeah, that. They have Federal Express over there. Oh, me, uh, my I mom lives out here in Rockland County. Man. Oh, she out here? Oh, she's out here. Oh, God. Oh, God. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got to come for dinner now. Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Yeah, we'll be there over time. We'll be there. Great, great oh, things. But anyway, how about you, Busher? You got Busher too. What's up with you? What? Favorite, your favorite dish? dish, man. Let me guess. The God donuts. rest her soul. Well, dip. I got two favorite dishes. Both of my grandmother and from my. Todd? They both passed away. You know, Blessings. one just recently just passed away. Um, from my Puerto Rican grandmother, of course, was Harokan Gandule, and steak because I was her baby. And uh, from my Sicilian grandmother. Uh, was pasta every Sunday, but I could no longer get that. So, mm. uh, rest in power. Rest in power. I mean? That's right, you baby. You try and make it. No, oh, you, you can never. I don't care if they rolled out and told you two tablespoons of this. You can never duplicate 
Because they don't even need the it. They just, yo, they just grab stuff and yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Arm whipping. Yeah, yeah you, can never, you can never. It's magic. It's magic. You can magic. never duplicate it. Remember, yeah. cooking is witchcraft. Yeah. Good we can use the same. You're brewing up things. We can use the same ingredients, but nothing is ever going to be the same. Right. Understand Max. that. This is why when I go to a pizza shop, yes. I say, listen, you are not oh, gonna charge me that. $250, $450 for a slice of pizza and none of y'all in here Italian, Italian Sicilian. No. You, I'm gonna pay you a dollar. <laughs> I'll give you a dollar. I and need to they, see, you know, old blue eyes on the wall if you go charge me that amount of money. And then Word. they tell you to go outside. I'm like, I don't know. What? So since let everybody know where they can get at you, all your social media websites, where they can get that music and yeah. support. Yeah, 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 yeah. Underscore B-I-G. Uh, I'm sorry. B-I-G underscore S-E-N-C-E. That's on uh, Instagram. Obviously, uh, Big Sense on, um, I mean, I mean everywhere. Anywhere you pull up Big Sense is going to come out. Big Sense uh, Brooklyn is on uh, Facebook. And uh, Snapchat is just Big Sense. Uh, what else? What and else? you spell in sense Twitter. S-E-N-C-E. Yeah, Twitter is uh, B-I-G S-E-N-C-E as well. And if not, you just reach out to Bushwick Bully. You get me? Exactly. Bully, where can they get in contact with you? They can get me at on my Instagram. That's the only thing I got. Uh, Bushwick Bully. Bushwick underscore Bully. B-U-L-L-I-E. Um, Gosad is out right now on YouTube. Like I said, 30,000 plus views. You that. could find our music on Tadal, Google Play, Apple Music, wherever it is. It's it, it's on there. Working on the new Title, EP. Yeah. And then September 14th, he is opening up for Mr. Chief's Lord's Boys, Rod Digger, Brand Nubian at big SOB's. Big September show. 14th. Big, I got tickets. Show. If you get a ticket for from all, me or for Nubian. Big Sense, what? you get a free copy of the EP. So if you get a ticket from me or Big Sense, you get a free copy of the EP. You already know what it is. Loving God bless to everybody. See truth. Kev, thank you for everything. I really do appreciate Mi it. Mi gente, lo quiero, lo quiero, lo quiero, lo quiero. Hey. Absolutely. And pastel is on uh, sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're Pastelon, <laughs> pastelon. Oh, pastelon. Oh. Yo, you can go to Dominican Restaurant Summer to make it. No, 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 no. Mama we sense, we want, gotta, yeah, we want Mama Sense. Mama Sense. <laughs> I don't care if you gotta meet us somewhere, drop it off, whatever. Yeah, I want to thank you for having me over here, man. No problem. I want to thank you for having me over here, man. You know, we got we got a little bit deeper the politics and and reality, and that's fine too. Absolutely. That's fine shit. We it all makes sense. People. Absolutely. Yeah, it all makes sense. Uh. See, the, the marketing, we do the marketing here too. You know what I mean? Marketing. Publishing. We'll send the invoice. Send the invoice. 85%. Damn. Hit a brother in the kidney real quick. That, that was that kidney shot. I'm still with you. I shook your hands. I felt like Dela Hoya when Mayweather hit him. I mean, you agreed. I shook your hands. No doubt. Definitely. It's Thermal Sound Waves, a natural alternative to fast food radio, track life radio as we continue on. Thermal Sound Wave, wave.